Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramos Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Tony McKinnon, T-Mac. Are you doing okay over there, man? I'm doing good. I just, I just got through teaching Isaiah, you know, running, rushing me over here in the morning time after yeah. teaching prophecy. Glory <laughs> to God. Now, this is a little weird for us because we don't ever record in the morning time. Yeah. You know, I don't really do mornings very well, um, but anyway, but... It's a special time. We have what we call students in the hot seat, and um, this is actually a class. Um, so these students are getting a grade for it. Yeah. And so we, we're going to interview some various students while we can during this whole hour. How was Isaiah? Isaiah was great. Yeah, we're, we're bumping in Isaiah 53 now, so it's exciting. All yeah. right. Well, today we're recording on May the 1st, um, May Day. May Day. May right. Day. May the 1st, 2023. It's pretty nice weather outside. It's not going to rain, I don't think. so. Beautiful day. Anyway, we'll start with you. Tell us your name, where you're from, and how you got here. Right. My name is Michael Erlmeyer. I'm originally from the great state of Iowa. Uh, I'm, I'm a second-year student here. Jeff Erlmeyer is your daddy, right? Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Yep. So I'm a PK. He's a pastor up there yeah. in Iowa. Um, I heard about Rainbow because of him. Uh, actually, my grandpa came here, too after my dad so my dad came here and graduated in 95 and then my grandpa heard how great it was and he wanted to come so he sold his farm moved down here and um i think oh three and attended rama that's cool yeah so uh, i i came to winter bible and camp meeting when i was younger um almost every year i would tag along with my dad and um i i loved rama it was it always felt like home to me when i was here um it just, I knew it was a great place, and from a young age, um, I always just wanted to be a pastor. Like, that was, just, I don't know, like, when I was young, and, um, like, people in my church would literally call me Pastor Michael just as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, 10, yeah. But it always felt like home to me. I knew it was where I wanted to go. Um, and then once I got into high school, I got really involved in sports, and, I I started to like think about going to play sports in college and uh it was a consideration for me but once I you know got more serious about what you know really thinking about what I wanted to do in my future I I decided that Rain was where I still wanted to go and I'm so glad I decided to come and attend Rama. So what sport? Uh I played basketball, football and track. Oh, so sports. sports. <laughs> yeah. He did say sports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, because usually in high school you can, you know, kind of pick one sport or, or whatever. So yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you went to a smaller school. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's small town Iowa. Or, um, Harlan, we're we're a football school, so football is our main sport. But I also really liked basketball and track. So yeah, when you go to a smaller school, you play every sport, or you know, especially a small Christian school. I know a lot of times if if you're a guy, you play sports whether you can play sports or not. <laughs> exactly. So pretty much your your your, um, your Rama story is you always kind of knew about Rama. You always mm-hmm. figured you're going to be here, and you showed up. Yep, so I showed up. Is it everything you expected it to be? Yeah, it's it's been amazing. I mean, uh, I didn't really know what to expect. That's the thing for me. I mean, all I knew is that it changed my dad's life. Mm. Um, and I, that was 
So I, it, it didn't change your grandfather's life? Well, it changed his, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't I'm see. I'm giving you It was a lot yeah, later yeah. in life, wasn't it, for yeah, your grandpa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I saw the fruit in my dad, and mm-hmm. I, I just knew that it would be a great place because I saw the fruit in his life. And I didn't know too much what to expect, but I know I've just been surrounded by great people. I mean, just a community of believers, and it's a great place. Like, when you graduate high school, I feel like you're very moldable and you wherever you go i mean you get surrounded by those people and people really affect what you do and it's just a great place to have a strong foundation and be around a community of believers and it's definitely helps you know helps me be in a great place to move forward in my future so So you came right out of high school then yeah are you planning to go third year is that your plan um i'm still praying about it i'm not sure about it yet um but, I didn't mean to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go home for the summer, and then think about it from there. So, yeah. pray about it more than you think about it. Yeah. All right. We'll go to <laughs> we'll go to our, our our next student in the hot seat. Hello, my name is Abigail Boger, and I am actually a local of Broken Arrow. I grew up here. Uh, my parents were Rama students back in, uh, I think, late na- 80s, early 90s. And so I always grew up knowing about Rama. I grew up in the church. Uh, because I grew up in the church and grew up knowing about Rama, I was like, I grew up in the church. I don't, I don't need to just because I go to the church doesn't mean I have to go to the college. Uh, and then one day we had for Summer Blitz, the youth group had uh, Miss Christy Wicks come in and talk about Rama, and I remember sitting in the audience feeling like I was supposed to go there and going, no, no, no. <laughs> She's just really good at her job. <laughs> and so I put it off, shelved in the back of my mind. I was like, you know, I'm sure it's just my emotions being swayed by how great Miss Christy Wicks is at promoting Rama. Um, But the more I went through high school, the more that feeling just rooted deep within me. And I knew, okay, I'm going to go to Rayma. (laughs) And Rayma actually came at a really difficult time in my life when it came time for me to go out of high school. Uh, 2020 hit. That's the year I graduated. And like a lot of young teenagers at the time, I was really, I felt very lost and very uncertain and I actually started to lean into some disordered eating habits and stuff like that Um, and Rhema and the foundations it taught me about how God loved me helped me unpack that and helped me completely heal from that and so it's something I'm very passionate about because it's made such a huge difference in my life and I know it can make a huge difference in other people's lives. Praise the Lord. Amen. And you know what you said a lot of folks don't kind of realize that the whole COVID thing, you know, it was more than just physical, physical, but, you know, a lot of emotional, you know, yeah. different things, you know, mm-hmm. went on. Um, you know, I, I know, like, it's interesting to hear my father, you know, he it was 83 now, I guess it was 81 at the time. Um, you know, he's like, I never dreamed. I mean, I, I he, he had no answer. I mean, he's lived all those years and never seen anything like what we saw during COVID. And so I, I know it's, um, you know, we lived through a, a really weird time, but um, I'm here to tell you the world's getting weirder and weirder, and so um, you know, we just kind of, you know, we don't know what to expect. All we know, the devil's the devil, and God's God, and you know, um, it's um, 
what we need to do. So, so you, you came during COVID year. Sorry, mm-hmm. my sister calling me on my phone. Um, so how, how's Raymond been for you? It's actually been, it's been incredible. It helped me take that place of feeling completely out of control and it helped me get to God's in control, even when everything feels out of control. Uh, it was a very fun year to start out because we all had masks. And so I didn't recognize half of my classmates when the mask mandate was gone. <laughs> I, <laughs> you should have been where I was standing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nuts. No, I had a friend <laughs> invite me out to the gym at the NRC. And uh, this was shortly after we had stopped wearing masks. And I walked right past her because I'd never seen her without a mask and I couldn't find her. So, <laughs> but it's been an incredible journey and I, it's probably the best decision I've ever made in my life. I wouldn't take it back for anything. Amen. So what's your future plans? Um, I am getting married next year. So I'm engaged. Uh, and I'm working towards planning the wedding. Uh, I'm working with my fiance's mom right now. She runs a homeschool curriculum. So uh, I'm working, continuing to proofread and edit her curriculum for her. Um, and then I'm potentially wanting to do some speaking and itinerant ministry on the side as well. Awesome. All right. Next one. Yeah. Hey there. My name is Jacob Marthy. I'm from Mays Manny, Wisconsin. Just a little small town up there. So, yeah. Uh, so my Rama story, I guess it would start with my mom. <clears throat> she uh, she pretty much just listened to Brother Hagen and knew his material from about, uh, what was it, Billy Graham? So it would have been like the 80s or so. And yeah, I just grew up listening to Brother Hagen uh, on a CD player as she'd listen to records and stuff. So a lot of history in the family with Rama. That's how she got saved was under Billy Graham and then got spirit led and Got the full deal with uh, Rama and his teachings. So fast forward a little bit. My brother goes goes to Rama about 10 years ago, comes back. Uh, when I would have been 13, went to Rama 13 years ago, and then about three years ago comes back for missions. And that's when I decided to tag along and kind of plug into the God call, God call, you know, God given destiny for my life. So yeah, ended up coming down here to Rama and living no, with no, a bunch from of people. Again? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Everybody gives me like cheese for Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. So it's true. We do definitely in the ah. So, but yeah. So it's been awesome. Totally recommend Rama. It's by far the most life changing thing you can do with your life. If you have two years, three years, four years, five years, 20 years, <laughs> then go for it. Yeah. It'll change your life and just sitting under the wisdom and just years and years and years of combined study and just theology that's here is really really good so it'll change your life so future plans future plans i'd love to travel america do uh mass evangelism in america that would be like just super awesome whether it be in stadiums fields it doesn't really matter just like totally maybe get a band travel around so traveling ministry for sure is on my heart and not necessarily the world a lot of people have scope for that but my heart and passion is totally to see America on fire for Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Did you see that? You know, we just had a big thing at OU this weekend. OU? What's yeah. that? Oklahoma, like, Oklahoma University. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know the university, but what are you saying? They, they had a, a, a big um, um, revival um, that oh, was really? in the stadium there. Um, That's awesome. My, my um, nephew went. Um, and I don't know the, the whole scope of things. I do know that one of our... Raymond grads asked Pastor Earl's church, um, 
Angie, um, that was her nephew that put it on. It was all over Fox, um, and so I, I haven't been watching Fox. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm low key boycotting Fox. <laughs> been watching yeah. a lot of Newsmax. Actually, I, I didn't watch it on Fox. I saw it on the Fox app. Um, um, his name is Caleb something or another, and they had a big. Oh yeah, um, I know Caleb. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of Caleb's in the yeah, I, but I, but connected to that group, I can't think of his last yeah. name. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so so they filled up the stadium, so it was pretty That's awesome. pretty awesome thing. Um, yeah, and um, when you had Sean Foyt and Mario Murillo and people like that, but just to see an increase of that and continuance for sure. Yeah. So all right. Yeah. Next student in the hot seat. Hello, I am Daniela. I am from Peru, and I'm 20 years old. <laughs> um. My story from Rema is kind of crazy, but um, I basically uh, lived in a big city in Peru, and we moved. And we started going to a church that just started. There was like 10 people there, and and it was in the living room, and it was really good. It was amazing. But, uh, and later, like five years into going into that church, I found out that my pastor was a graduate from Rema from 1999. Didn't know about that until like I graduated high school and he told me like you should go to Rema. For this, Peru is not Christian at all. I've never heard about a Bible seminar or anything about a Christian college. Didn't know what that is. I didn't know that there was theology degrees. Like like for me it was like architecture, business administration, I don't know. Things like that. And then I was like, What is Rema? It's like you study the Bible. It's like okay, so I need to study the Bible in a college. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to change your life. I was like, okay, but like something in the inside of me was like super excited about it. So uh, I graduated high school and I had, my pastors were going to Tulsa to just visit people. And, but before that, they were going to go to Guatemala. So it was going to be like Guatemala, Tulsa, Peru. So it was like, I really want to get to know, like, how is Tulsa? i only been to Florida, so I thought that Tulsa was like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, the only place I've been is the beach and, like, the resorts and this and that. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be awesome. Like, I'm going to be next to the beach. And I'm like, I got here, and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> but uh, it was an amazing experience <laughs> because uh, I got to go to Guatemala before coming here with my pastors and like four other Rema graduates from like 1999. I was like a 16 years old with like people that are older than me, like on a crusade through all Guatemala, like preaching on churches. I was helping translating and they like it was just like. I wasn't supposed to be there, but somehow God plugged me in there, and I saw these like revival meetings and like these Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit moves, like people like, like my pastor is doing this, and the whole church fell, and I was like, this is crazy. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I wanna, like, I knew I was called. I just didn't know to what or to where, but I knew that when I was doing that, it was just, I know I belong wherever God calls me to, and so. We went to this mission trip. It was awesome. We preached in the schools. We preached everywhere. My first mission trip, I, I think it was crazy. And COVID hit, so I got stuck in Guatemala for four months <laughs> in a red zone. Um, so my parents didn't know that. And, well, that was what happened. I got to go. Uh, the borders were open. I got to go to the United States. But Peru's borders were closed, so I had to stay here. And hmm. if you're an international student, uh, it's, I know it's complicated, but when you have the money to apply for a visa, it's very easy. You apply, 
uh, you show that you have the money in your account and they accept you. Ah, but when you apply from United States, it takes two years. It takes between six months and two years. Sounds like my process was supposed to be three weeks. I was supposed to start on September of 2020, and I didn't start till January of 2022. And that's how I got here. <laughs> well, you, yeah, people don't realize, though, when you, when you apply in the, your home country, it's a lot easier than mm-hmm. applying from here. Mm-hmm. Um, there again, COVID kind of threw a wrench in. Yeah, I yeah. was. I got here for like it was just supposed to be like fifteen days. So I was with my pastors at the. So, room. so your pastor graduated with me. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 He's from Ethiopia. His yeah. name is Azar. Yeah. So I don't know. And know. and uh, and you love Kentucky. Yes. Oh my gosh! I went to Asbury for the revival. <laughs> it was awesome. I I cannot say any other things about it. It was just they didn't know they were flowing the Holy Spirit, but they were flowing the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like they didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. No one knew how to pray in tongues, but they did an awesome job. Like the way that they organized the things, it was just like they weren't prepared for that. But when you got there, you know that that they were. Did, God was the center of it all. Amen. Amen. All right, next student. Um, my name is Andrew Preston. Um, I'm 20, oh, I'm 19 now. But uh, so I kind of knew Rama my whole life. My mom uh, traveled with Brother Hagen yep. in the Rama Singers and Band um, from 95 to uh, 99 when she uh, got married to my dad. Um, so, and then my dad came to Rama in 2003. Uh, a couple, uh, I was like a couple weeks old when he started. Um, and so, so you remember? Yeah, I remember all of it. Obviously, um, that's my highlight of my life. My first three years. Um, so then he graduated um, in 2006. Third year pastors, and uh, God placed on their heart to go out to Andover, Massachusetts, uh, which is 20 minutes uh, north of Boston, to start a church. And uh, we knew absolutely no one. Um, we don't. We didn't know anyone, and that's where I grew up the majority of my life. And uh, if you know anything about kind of the coast, it's it's very it's very dark place. <laughs> they there's the people there. I mean, I love them, but sometimes you don't love them a ton because they just <laughs> growing up in high school. It was it was it was really tough. Um, yeah. They, so. so- Actually, I've never asked your dad this question. I mean, did how, how do you end up end up there? Because he's from Nebraska, and so yeah. So like, like so he um so during third year pastors, he felt like I put on the heart like Andover, Massachusetts, and then they kind of mentioned it to my mom, and they were just like, let's just put it on the shelf. <laughs> and um it, you know it's massachusetts are you kidding me like we don't we have no connections there we've never like been out there at all um but then through a series of events like they saw my dad saw it on a map i believe it was my dad he saw it on like on a map and he's like Andover was glowing and then like it confirmed it to my mom as well god confirmed it to my mom as well so like kind of waking up and then they just searched google maps and just somehow found Andover. And then they went to, flew out to Massachusetts in January of like the third year and just felt at peace when they reached Andover, like specifically Andover. Um, not like any of the towns around it, but when they went to specifically Andover. And the crazy thing is actually they were trying to find a place for uh, my sister and I to like kind of just be able to play around and stuff. And they found this like Jubilee 
place or something. And that actual that place is actually where our second church building was. We ended up taking that exact space over, and that whole wow. place was our actual church. Um, and like another kind of crazy thing is that my uh, we found out that there were Prestons that started, I believe, a church in Andover, Massachusetts, like from like the Mayflower, like that oh, wow. long ago. Wow. So kind of our roots are. And your sister, Brianna, right? Yeah. She's back. She graduated. She's back there working, yeah. serving in the church. Yeah, yeah. She's the children's minister, helps out with the counting as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So so it's obviously a lot different than Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely like the, the people there are a lot different. Um, but it's, clam chowder is good. I've actually never had clam chowder in my life. Wait, you've never had clam? Yeah, chowder everyone. In my life. I, I don't <laughs> like everyone. That's the that's like the biggest thing. Like, have Maybe. you had? I've never. So, we never. Really so what about seen lobster? You have lobster? No, I, I like really like wait, the extent wait, of my you, seafood. You, you've never had lobster? No, <laughs> the extent of my seafood is like. I had a little bit of salmon once and a little bit of shrimp. But my parents are from the Midwest. They didn't really love, like, seafood or anything, so we never went out. And seafood is kind of expensive there. So, like, to take, like, six people to, like, just get seafood that you're not really going to love when you just could get a nice, juicy steak, it's like... Believe God, (laughs) try some seafood. (laughs) You you, you really should expand your... I think I've had more seafood here than when I was out in (laughs) Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, I never really wanted to go to Rama though, because it was kind of like, almost like a rebellion thing. I'd like, it was just, oh my gosh, everyone was like, so, when are you going to Rama? Not if, it was just, when are you going to go to Rama? And I'm like, there was just a lot of pressure from being, you and know, then probably once your sister went, it made you worse. Oh, right? oh yeah, no, like it was like straight off high school. Like you're you're going to go. So I didn't go initially. I um, I went to a community college, um, and I really did feel like I was supposed to go to that community college. At the end of the day, I was like, God, if you tell me to go to Rama, I will go, but I don't want to at this point. And then um, they all Massachusetts community college required the vaccine, um, mm. in the fall of uh 2021 so i had a choice and i could say like take the vax or don't take the vax and take online classes and sit in my room for pretty much the whole day and have no contact with like really anyone because i didn't like when growing up in high school i didn't have a lot of friends like that was like the biggest thing that i struggled with i got bullied a lot and uh so like I didn't have like connections. It's not like I had a good fan base. There was like three Christians at my school, and like they were weird. So it wasn't. It didn't, well, wait, it, wait, wait. Maybe they thought you were weird. Okay, that like both. <laughs> so they they thought I was weird, but then the other Christians they were they just they didn't have like the same beliefs at all, and not 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 even that they didn't have the beliefs. They just were out there. Well, well, things in. in that area of, of the country is <laughs> a whole lot different spiritually than, than, than yeah, we're just used a little, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't. Like, I think there was there was more gay people in my school than Christians. So, oh, <laughs> so you know, there is. Um, but we. Uh, so I just and I said randomly to my dad going to church. I was like, or I could go to Rama just randomly, and it was a joke. I was completely kidding. And then we talked for like two hours because it wasn't like an actual church day. It was just going to church to fix some stuff. And uh, then uh, we talked it through, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to Raymond. That was October, and I applied. So I was supposed to, or like begin, like middle of September, and I saw so I was. I'm a spring student, so I'm graduating next year. But uh, 
yeah, I didn't want to go, but it was everything that I could have asked for and more. Like, it grew me so much, and I just needed to kind of get away from everyone and just, like, focus on God. And my relationship with God wasn't amazing, honestly. Um, I was really beat down. Um, and then coming here, just hearing how much, just like, God loves you. He doesn't care uh, about what you did, and he loves you, and you can still be chosen. I went to the mission trip in Zambia over the mission uh, over spring break I mean I struggle with like God just please use me I know that I know you can like heal people but I don't know if you can use me to do it and that day like when I was really struggling with that when we went on to um the street he used me a lot and I was just amazing in your class an introduction to pastoral care and like people like if you like look at the classes you're like I don't need introduction to pastoral care I don't want to be a pastor like I don't need this class but if you just like sit there and like listen to it it's not about being a pastor like what I got mainly from it was like this like the way it was taught it was like this is how God sees you so this is how you need to treat other people and you just take the how God sees you and it it changes your life and it changes your whole perspective of everything so do you like Oklahoma better than Massachusetts well, yes. <laughs> People-wise, like, friendly-wise, yeah. But, like, I know uh, I'm, I'm probably going to have to go back. And, <laughs> You're going to have to go back. <laughs> and and uh, God's been dealing with me on that one. I, I came back, and I was like, I'm not going back. This is, this is heaven on earth. Like, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is amazing. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to go back. And I, I've seen it differently going back. I kind of was mad that God placed my family there and, like, left us there. <laughs> but I've I seen it as, like, we're pushing back the darkness there. We yeah. uh, 20 minutes from us is Salem, Massachusetts, and the uh, international, like, you know, like, the Church of Satan headquarters is right there um, and that place. So it's like, you know, they just had a satanic rally last weekend. Yeah, I was reading about that, burning yeah. Bibles and, and yeah, what, what so. else was it? They did. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch Fox News. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that on Fox. Yeah, so yeah. They, they, they just had that rally. So I really feel like I'm supposed to, you know, go back and help push that stuff back and preach, preach yeah. the word of God to people. you got a mission now, purpose. Yeah. 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 Amen. All right, before we get to the next student, you know, maybe you live in Massachusetts and want to get out of there. No, no. <laughs> You know, maybe you're going through a, a transition time, you know, in life, and you're trying to think of what what's next. Um, whether you're 18 or whether you're 82, doesn't matter how old or how young you are, you might want to check out Raymond Bible Training College. That's rbtc.org, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there and you can click for more information, and you'll just if you'll give us your email, your name, and your telephone number, we'll instantly send you a. Um, a packet, an e-packet in the mail, and then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you about Raymond, maybe set up a time to come and visit campus, because there's something about coming here to Oklahoma, you know, it's, I mean, there's something about this campus that makes things special. So check out rbtc.org. All right, next student. All right, well, my name is Ben Jensen, and... Where I came from. Let's see if I can get this into a nutshell a little bit. <laughs> well, it's a long and a, and a very vague and question and story. My parents are Barry and Adrian Jensen. They're the directors of Raymond Ukraine. They're Raymond grads from back in the 90s. Actually, it's funny. My dad and I were just talking the other day. They got married down in the chapel down below us here using Pastor Denise's uh, uh, wedding uh, uh, equipment when really? yeah. back in the day. I don't know if you remember that or not, Pastor Craig. But, yeah, yeah and so... Um, 
grew up overseas. I mean, I was born in Las Vegas, and I grew up in Ukraine. I lived in, in Estonia and Latvia and Lithuania for a little while. So it's kind of like, you know, take your pick out of those four places. I started like three wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I have two younger brothers. One of them I works. I didn't know you, you, you were born in Las Vegas, though. That was... I was. And we were attending the, the Sharon's Church at the time, David and Vicki Sharon okay. at the time. So. Um, my younger brother works here at the ministry as well, and I have one more in between us, and they were born overseas while we were there. And, I mean, your simple MK life. I mean, we just grew up in the ministry in the Raymond Bubble, I and mean, we come back for Winter Bible and camp meeting, and and we just, you know, travel around to, to different churches that partnered with us and helped us out overseas that were uh, Raymond affiliated, Raymond associated. And, um, I mean, during high school, right in my senior year, I was going through a rough patch, and the Lord kind of ministered to me through that rough patch. He was like, hey, you're cold. I was like, okay. So, I mean, that was 2020, and I came to school in 2021, and I'm doing second-year pastors this year, so going for third year for biblical studies. Yeah, no, awesome. Now, in growing up, now, now, did you live in Crimea? Is that where you got? lived? Lived in Crimea. Yeah, so so where he lived got annexed by Russia, by the way. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, so, like, I was so... Let's see, how old was I? I was about six weeks old when I finally got my first passport. I was already traveling by that point overseas, and we moved to Ukraine when I was about six to eight months old. And uh, we just, I mean, we didn't really move there. We traveled from there to Estonia back and forth again. We finally moved there when I was about a year old. Then we moved to Crimea when I was about a year and a half or so. And I uh, grew up there till about 2014, which is when the Russians annexed Crimea, and we moved out in 2014 uh, in February of that year, and we just kind of lived in, in the mainland of Ukraine. So, so what's happening? I mean, you know, you don't hear as much, you know, going up, but obviously war is still going on. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm assuming the country is just like torn up. They're torn up. Actually, what's funny is we were just talking about it uh, just the other day. My mom is in Poland right now in a, at a minister's meeting there with a bunch of our friends and and uh, 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 family that are there that are from Ukraine, and they're. They're talking about how the war has lessened some. Ukraine is actually gaining back land. It's kind of like kind of like a ping pong, a pickleball game. If you if you think about it, it's like Russia volleys one shot over, and Ukraine volleys five or six back. You know, they're taking over a little bit of land, whereas Ukraine takes back an entire district or a state. If we're gonna you know use mm-hmm. illustrative terms and whatnot, and so I mean they're 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 pounding them. <laughs> Yeah, but but I'm sure a lot of things are getting torn up. A lot of infrastructure in the whole. In a lot, in a lot of the a lot of the the main industrial areas. So like Kiev is the capital of the nation. Then you have Vinnytsia. Then you have um, Kharkov, Lvov, Donetsk. Donetsk is on the eastern front over there, closer to Russia. Places like that are the more war torn areas, especially places where there's been fighting going on for the last seven or eight years. You know. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they're, they're doing their best to rebuild and reconstruct the nation. They're, I mean, the news likes to exaggerate a lot of the, neg- a lot of the negative stuff that's mm-hmm. going on. And it isn't that war-torn. It's not that bad. It's just the pictures you see and the mm-hmm. videos you see and whatnot. So, Ben, what's your future plans? Future plans? Just pulpit ministry. <laughs> Nothing specific just yet. All right. Next student. Hi, everybody. My name is Victory, Victory Emma. Um, I'm a first-generation grammar student, so I don't have parents who've been here or grandparents. I, so I've lived in three different countries, and I'm saying that to give you a little perspective. That's the Gambia, Nigeria, and Sierra Leone. I'm originally Nigerian, but I came into Rema from the Gambia. And my Rema story is, well, I just, I, I was born to preaching parents, and... 
I just always had just this love and passion for God. I, I think I remember as far back as I was 10. And one of my most significant encounters with God was the baptism of the Holy Ghost when um, I was like 11 years old. And when you're born in a Christian home, you don't, so many things you don't understand. You just speak in tongues because everybody's speaking in tongues. But I just knew it wasn't right. And I told God that I wanted the real thing. And I remember studying my Bible in the room one day and there was just just a different atmosphere and I just bust out in tongues and I started hearing my dad say that I was you know I had a call of God upon my life and my mom had passed some years before that and um, I knew personally that I had a call by the time I was like 16 and when I was 19 I was living in the Gambia at the time and I was sent over to Sierra Leone to pioneer a youth ministry that I was a part of in Gambia. So I started the branch. And four years down the line, I was there for four years, and I just felt like I wanted more. You know, and when you're in a, I was really young, and you just point out into people, and I, I felt like I needed to be refilled. I also felt like, I, one of the things I learned in the, those four years is that one of the biggest distractions to the minister can be the ministry. Mm. And I, I think I was in that place also, wherein you're just leaving God behind and just chasing after the ministry and, and the work of the ministry. And I, I wanted to get back. So I wanted to take that time off. I grew up hearing names like T.L. Osborne, Aura Roberts, Kenneth Hagin, and I'm like, okay, I wanna go to Bible school. Well, I had a friend tell me, Victor, you just should go to Bible school. And I started searching for Bible schools, and I found Rema <coughs> online. And I'm thinking, this was 2017, 2018. I'm thinking, well, I don't have $3,000 to pay for fees. It's still the mo- it was still the most affordable online. That's the truth. Rema is really, really, really ex- affordable. And I'm like, well, I, I cannot go. And sometime later, I was searching again. I found out that Rema had a branch in Nigeria. So I checked to be sure it's the same Rema, and it was the same Rema. Uh, and, and it's like 10% of the fees here. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Nigeria. And I, I was in Surly another time. I woke up, and I told my, my family, I said, hey, I'm going to Nigeria. And I packed up my bags, and I was in Nigeria for two years. I thought, well, I really want to come here um, but I'm just going to go to Nigeria for a year and then come here because I want to be here. And I ended up in Nigeria for two years, COVID. I was in the COVID class for 2020 and took classes online for the second year. My first year was in Abuja and the second year was in Lagos. And by 2021, God is like, okay, it's time to come to Rema. I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I, I think I'll wait for 2024. This is 2020. Um, yeah, 2022, because I felt like, hey, I wanted, I wanted to save enough. Because when I was going to Nigeria, I had my rent for a year. I had my fees. I had enough to take care of myself for some months until I got a job. And, you know, sometimes you want to put God in a box because he provided that way at that time. You want him to provide that way for this time. And God is like, no, you should go now. And I, I bought the form. I was literally crying buying the form. Because I was watching his service and the pastor was like, there's someone watching me and there's something God is asking you to do and you need to do it. I'm like, okay, that's me. And I got the form. There was some challenges. And somehow there was something God was asking me to do. 
I was in the Gambia at this time. And all these are countries in West Africa, okay? I was in the Gambia at this time. And the moment I started doing that, God had asked me to, to put together and plan a youth camp in the Gambia. And once I started that, everything about coming to Rema last year just started to fall in place. And this is the most amazing part of coming to Rema here was the fact that I was supposed to come in January for spring, but there was no visa appointment in the Gambia till March. And um, so they're like, if I, if, I, if I want, I can go to Mauritania or Guinea-Bissau. I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for March. And sometimes you can keep checking up on the portal to see if spots open up. And I kept on checking, and every time it just kept on moving farther away. And there was this day I checked, and it was fully booked for the whole of 2023. I'm like, okay. Well, I always tell, go back to God. And I'm like, you asked me to come. You're going to make it happen. But if you want me to wait till March, I'll wait. And there was this day. It was the 15th of December. I was just lying down and praying in tongues. I wasn't praying about anything specifically. I was just praying. And then the Holy Spirit is like, so back forward. The last time I checked, I had shut down the tabs because I thought, I'm just going to wait and do whatever God will have me do. And that was going to be unfavorable for me because my passport was going to be less than a year, six months by March. And in December, it was going to be exactly one year, six months. My house rent was going to expire. And in the Gambia, you have to pay six months to one year upfront, the entire rent. And I'll also have to pay um, for my admission to be adjusted here. So... So the Holy Spirit, I was praying that day, it was the 15th of December, 2022, and the Holy Spirit was like, pick up your laptop and check again, and there's a spot open for you. Honestly, I blocked out that part, because I'm like, I don't want to get disappointed. Let's just check. And then I opened up my laptop, and there was a spot for the 29th of December. And I had initially been booked for the 30th of March, 2023. So I rebooked and I got confirmed. I went in for my appointment on the 29th of December and I was given my visa the next day. And when I was given the sleep, I actually found out that they don't give you your visa the next day. You'd have to come the next week or something and the next week was going to be a public holiday and, and all of that. And so it just happened that way. And in seven days, I was here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. And, and you know, you, you guys, they're not familiar with international students i mean just getting the visa especially getting the visa during the whole covid thing yeah. is it's pretty remarkable i mean you know that fact like i said a lot of our our students we've accepted um, internationally were not able to come because they couldn't get the visa so mm-hmm. so obviously god wanted you here yeah and, he did and he made a way he did and my i i think that i'm also my dad always wanted to come here before he died and so it's it's um, my dream, his dream. And my sister is here and thinking of coming also. So I'm just, it's been incredible. I just want to bring everybody I know and say, hey, you should be at Rema. And it's, it's been awesome, really. Amen. Amen. All right, next student. Well, hi, my name is Tony May. I'm originally from Kentucky and I grew up in Texas. Uh, this is my second time around here. I'm You're a returner. Year. I'm a returner. That's what we call you, returner. <laughs> I'm a returner. Uh, I'm right now I'm in third year itinerant ministry. Um, but I first came to know about Rama. Uh, I was living, it was 1993, I was living in Norway. 
And uh, I befriended a couple, and they were Raymond missionaries. And I'd never heard anything about uh, the Holy Spirit or anything like that. I kind of grew up a Southern Baptist, so I didn't know a whole lot. Um, and I made friends with them, and they started just telling me things. They wanted me to go to church with them, but I was still a little bit afraid of them because, you know, speaking in tongues and all that, I was very, very afraid. Um, then after a couple of years, um, I got, well, I got filled with the Holy Ghost, and after a couple of years, I was able to come here and I go to Rhema. I graduated in 99 and uh, went back to Norway. I did some missions work up in the north and um, did that for a little while. Yeah. 20 years later, fast track, and I am back. Um, my husband and I, we had gone to Mexico and did missions work for two years. And then COVID hit, and we had to leave because we were on a tourist visa. And so uh, after that, we went to Wyoming and worked on the Indian Reservation there. And um, my husband had ever been to Rama, and uh, I just felt like something was lacking. I felt we'd be more effective in ministry if we left the mission field and came back here so he could get a really good foundation. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what we did. We came back here last year, and he's a first-year student, and uh, I'm graduating. Awesome. Hey, man. You know, actually, I just heard um, just last night, th there's a, a a pastor who's actually in, in um, Claremore, Kramer graduate, and he's coming back the third year. I mean, he, he's, he's been on the, been, I think, graduating in 85 or whatever. So it is interesting. There there are a lot of folks yeah. that, that um, you know, have gone to Rama and um, it's especially, I, I think, um, some of them want to go to a third-year pastor's program because now, um, you know, we teach stuff like social media, some some other some other things that you know marketing plans things like that they need but but i think just a refresher too um so i was you know you know so coming back is is always a good thing sometimes too anyway maybe you're listening today and you, you know you've heard some testimonies from from some of our international students or some of the people who are right here and and, and you're thinking man i want to do something with my life you know whether you feel called to the ministry some people you know like i said we've interviews people and said I knew I was called to come to Rhema I knew I was called to ministry but you know what sometimes you don't know what you're called to sometimes you maybe just want to learn more about the Bible sometimes you just want to um, educate yourself you know to be able to stand strong I mean we live in a in a, a different day and age and there's a lot of things that, that are going on that um I, I personally believe that every young adult um, needs a foundation in, in, in the in the Bible to be able to make it in this world. Um, so, um, you know, no matter where you're at, no matter what, what you're going through, or maybe you live in a, in a city that you do not like, like Massachusetts, you know, some, or California or something like that. Because, you know, we found out the last podcast that everyone from California is moving. Mm -hmm. you know, mostly every, to Texas. Yeah, mostly to Texas. <laughs> like Elon Musk and yeah. other people like that. Um, anyway, no, everyone from California is not moving because I know people who still live there and still have churches there anyway but um maybe you're, you know you're just looking for a change in life um Raymond bible training college is the most affordable bible college in the nation um three thousand fifty dollars i believe for the complete first year um, um that includes your books and everything so Raymond is a two-year school with a third year option some people go four five six seven years depending on who they are or what they are but if you'll check us out Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, um, click the for, more for, for more information, uh, give us your name, give us your email, and um, give us your phone number. We'll send you an, an email packet immediately 
then after that, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, set up a time to come and visit us here at Rama, and we're accepting applications right now for the fall, um, spring, I'm sorry, the fall semester that starts in September, and you can apply today if you want to. Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Well, it's time to go. Um, I know the class is about over here. And so, anyway, here at Rama, we're bringing hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.